the most common things I keep seeing time and time again is things like um, healing childhood trauma, childhood wounds, feeling misunderstood, not belonging, feeling overwhelmed, overthinking, perfectionism, feeling like they're unworthy is a big one. And even if they're not highly sensitive, pretty much everyone on the planet has that wound. And what I've found is that a lot of these things or pretty much all of these things like imposter syndrome as well all of these things can be tied back to feeling unsafe being seen welcome to the sensitive success podcast i'm frida carbo founder of sensitive success circle the mastermind for sensitive coaches and change makers who want to create success in their way with the help of their sensitivity I have spent the last decade recreating my life. I moved from Sweden to New Zealand with my husband and two kids, working online, creating the life and business that I love with a mission to help others do the same. One of the things I learned is that we have so much wisdom inside when we learn to trust and take aligned action. And even though we're responsible for our journey, we don't have to do it alone. I do this work because I'm committed to helping highly sensitive, introverted, intuitive coaches and change makers to do the work they are called to do in a way that works for them. I know it's possible and creates so many ripples. My intention with these episodes is for you to be inspired, empowered, and to know that you're not alone in your business adventure. If you haven't already, come over and connect with me on Instagram at Frida Carbo. Thank you for being here because it means that you're creating sensitive success too, which is precisely what the world needs. Welcome. In this episode, we'll talk to the wonderful Belinda Davy. In her role as an energy healer and intuitive guide, Belinda's superpower is to hold safe space for you to speak your truth and be your authentic self. She is known for her big heart, empathy, compassion, and deep listening, helping to guide you along your journey. Belinda has been a coach for and a healer for three years and has been on her own personal development journey for most of her life. She specializes in working with empaths and sensitives to clear their fear of overwhelm, remember their worth and feel safe to be themselves so they can experience greater flow, ease and joy in life and in their heart-centered businesses. I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome, Belinda. Thank you. So please tell us a bit about your journey and why you do what you do. Yeah, it's been a very interesting journey. <laughs> you know, when you look back, I said, it's not been what I expected. I kind of fell into this very unexpectedly. So I started off my career and my life journey really focused on being in the design industry, design and architecture as an interior designer. And I was really, really focused on that. And I was determined that was going to be my career. <laughs> yeah, I've always had a, a passion for beauty and, and transformation and an appreciation for that. So that's kind of where an art, you know, and that's so where I started off in my journey. And then Gradually, as I was working in the field, I started to realize that I had made that decision very much from my mind and from a place of should and from all my old conditioning rather than who I truly am. And I didn't actually know who I was yet. And I just felt very unfulfilled in that old role. And so that all these feelings kind of came up inside me and triggered what ended up being a massive spiritual awakening, <laughs> which lasted pretty much a year. And that happened about six years ago now. And that was when I, yeah, began to really search for my true purpose and true meaning in, in life and what gives me fulfillment rather than all the people around me telling me what I should do or doing things from a place of the mind and obligation and actually choosing me and also wanting to give to others. Like I felt like I have so much 
to give and I wasn't helping anyone by sitting behind a computer being a CAD monkey. Mm. (laughs) In a nutshell, yeah, that's my journey to where I am now. It took a few years, like it wasn't instant that I just went, surprise, it's all magically worked out. (laughs) It did take a few years of career counselling and, yeah, figuring out my next steps and piece by piece it started to come together and I um, that was when I completed my diploma in positive psychology and then after that I also became a certified theta healer, which is the energy healing that I do, which I'll share about. So, yeah, and then after that, that was when I began doing coaching and healing sessions in my business. Mm, wonderful. Yeah, it's interesting how the steps takes us to where we should be and the journey goes on you don't know the next steps until we're there so how do you see success now what does success mean to you well you know like I shared on that journey I I used to believe success was very much a certain way and then I had that big spiritual awakening and realized it's actually it's not about the money and the materialistic and the image and the social status and all that which were conditioned very much so in society success to me personally means feeling really really fulfilled and passionate about what I do and to actually see the transformation on my clients faces mm. <laughs> that just means the world to me so that really Yeah, being excited to wake up every morning and also having the freedom and the flexibility to live the lifestyle that I want and make it all like it all just aligns and all works for me. Yeah, it's a win-win situation for everybody because I'm happy. The clients are happy. To me, that's what success is. Wonderful. Yeah, I love win-win situations. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So how do you use sensitivity as your superpower? I often share... on my um, social media about the fact that I'm a Scorpio. So I'm very, I'm a very deep person. I'm a very, very emotional person. I'm an empath. Yeah, I'm a healer, as I said. So I feel like all of those things just, they're very, it can be a double-edged sword sometimes, but I find that I now have learned to appreciate the beauty in it. And I honestly wouldn't want it to be any other way. Being able to go so deep with people and just see the look of shock on their faces, like, oh, my God, you really helped me so much. And they they can't believe that I'm willing to hold that level of space for them because they've never had that experience before. That's so fulfilling to me. And so I believe that if I wasn't an empath, if I wasn't a highly sensitive person, I probably wouldn't have the capacity to do that. And I've certainly experienced that a lot in my life where I'm giving that to people around me friends and family and they're just they're not wired the same way and I have to remind myself not to take that personally (laughs) because there's a tendency to think that we're all the same and we're not we're not cookie cutter so long story short I I really do believe it is a superpower for that reason (laughs) how long have you known about uh, that you're a highly sensitive person yeah, that's, the yeah that's a good question. I think it happened when I had that spiritual awakening year. It all suddenly, everything just sort of unraveled. I started really diving in deep about learning about myself. Why am I so different to a majority of the population? Yeah, what is it that makes me, what are my gifts? What are, What makes me unique? And what can I do with those gifts and bring to the table? And that's what ultimately led me to where I am now as a, as a coach and healer. Great. Amazing. So <laughs> one thing that I, I really stood out to me when I, I saw your Instagram is 
well, I love your feed, but also what you wrote in your Insta bio, that mm -hmm. I help empaths release trapped emotions and feel safe being seen. So can you tell us a bit more about how you work with the emotions? Yes, that's a great question. So yeah, where to start? <laughs> it's something that I've discovered along my journey as a coach and as a healer. Um, a lot of the symptoms we're experiencing in life, a lot of the symptoms we're experiencing in business, even in health relationships, like a lot of it all comes back to our emotions as the root cause. So I'm very much a believer in holistic healing, which means that the mind, body, spirit, emotions, everything, it's all connected. And so what I've found is when I'm holding space for a client and they're pouring their heart out to me and I'm hearing all the limiting beliefs coming through and I'm writing them down so that we can then go and do energy clearings on them, which I'll share a bit later, I'm picking up that those limiting beliefs are connected to like it's all connected and those limiting beliefs are the root cause of the symptom that they're experiencing in their life, if that makes sense. Yeah. So what, what do you feel is the, the biggest challenge with highly sensitives and, and emotions? The, the most common issue mm -hmm. that, yeah, that my clients are coming to me. I mean, there's quite a few, but they ultimately can boil down to, and this is where my niche comes in as well, but the most common things I keep seeing time and time again is Things like um, healing childhood trauma, childhood wounds, feeling misunderstood, not belonging, feeling overwhelmed, overthinking, perfectionism, feeling like they're unworthy is a big one. And even if they're not highly sensitive, pretty much everyone on the planet has that wound. Yeah. And what I've found is that a lot of these things or pretty much all of these things like imposter syndrome as well, all of these things can be tied back to feeling unsafe being seen. Do you have any tips that you can share with us? Yeah, well, it depends on <laughs> the issue specifically that we're looking at. Do you want to pick one like perfectionism, for example, or like overwhelm? Yeah, I can relate to those. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably the most common keep coming up. And they were, they were what I was experiencing on my journey. So I very, very much relate to all of these things. So for perfectionism, for example, that one just is a huge one. Perfectionism stems from, from an unworthiness wound, from feeling like that imposter syndrome, I'm not good enough, and therefore your subconscious mind goes into overdrive, needing everything to be perfect so that you can control. You can control the outcome, then you're worthy. That's very much what drives perfectionism. And it's conditioning as well. Like we're very much conditioned in this society to be perfect all the time. Like there's not a lot of, I think there's room for more compassion in our society for, for error and for being imperfect humans that we are. So something that I share with my clients is a, a great affirmation that helped me and I had to repeat it over and over and over again is done is better than perfect. And just allowing, like on my journey, allowing myself to just submit the thing, to just do the thing 80% good enough. And then if I've run out of time, if there's a deadline, or even, you know, the other day I posted a reel and the music didn't line up with my dancing or whatever, I just allowed, I was, my mind was going, oh no, Belinda, this could be so much better. And actually I just said to it, lovingly I'm going to just do it anyway and just allow it to be messy and human and imperfect because that to me is what role models to others that they can have be that they can 
that gives them permission to be the same. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, that is something I've been working with as well. And done is better than perfect is such a good mantra mm-hmm. to use. Uh, I also use the 80-20 rule, like being 80% happy with it. Yeah. It's okay. Because yeah. yeah, it's great. <laughs> Do you think that you can get rid of these things? I believe it's a journey. So I, for example, the perfectionism thing, I've been working on that if you want to call it a wound, I've been working on that for many years now. And like I said, just yesterday, it's still popped up in my mind, but I have such a better way of managing it now where I just lovingly, like everything, you know, sort of comes back to your inner child, I believe. So I lovingly talk to myself and talk to my inner child, you know, with compassion and say, that's okay. We're going to be okay. And it's, it is safe to submit this without it being perfect. And just reminding yourself actually is really powerful when you can remind yourself that you are safe um, because that's what over time will override all those receptors and things going off in your brain, the alarm bells telling you, oh, my God, it's not perfect. <laughs> it's a matter of rewiring and uh, the brain and that's very much what the, the form of energy healing that I do. That's what the technique that I specialise in helps people with is to really quickly and instantly shift those beliefs. But in saying that, if it's a core wound, if it's a really strong wound like a or a strong limiting belief, as perfectionism often stems from childhood and it's been running with us for most of our lives, that's something that's not going to take one session. It's going to be over time, repeatedly working on that. That's what I've done in my journey as well. Just keep going. <laughs> it yeah. gets easier as you go. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Sometimes we wish there was a, a magic button or something that we could push and, mm. and have everything fixed. But it's also part of our journey, as you say. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful journey as well. There is beauty in the fact that it's not a quick fix and it, it does take time. And then at the end, as you know, after a year or a few years have passed, then you can actually look back and see how far you've come on that journey and how different you are now and how much wisdom you've gained from that. Yeah, one thing I can feel with my clients is frustration comes up when kind of the same thing comes up again. Mm -hmm. Have you experienced that as well? What what do you say about that? Like the the same issue repeating? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that happens especially when it's a core wound, when it's something, it's really strong, a really strong limiting belief that they've just had so much evidence over the course of their lifetime that this is the way they are or this is the way the world is. That's a challenging thing. I'm very much someone who just wants to attack it from all angles. (laughs) So I'll just keep going with with as much patience and determination as required (laughs) until we get to that thing. And sometimes it takes four or five sessions or, you know, I've, I've experienced it for myself as well. We're layered beings. So there's layers and layers and layers that need to be peeled away before you can get to the real heart of the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting journey. But yeah, coming back to to the same thing, but on a new level. Yeah, exactly. So is this something that if you know that you have are a perfectionist or easily get overwhelmed, is this something that you could start? Is there a tip that you can give them right now? Yes, Okay, so for overwhelm, overwhelm's a big one. The thing that helped me the most on my journey, because I've been very much that person who just gets really overwhelmed to the point where other people are like, what the hell's going on (laughs) with Belinda? (laughs) 
<laughs> so the thing that really helped me and I had to really practice uh, at the start of my journey, and I still do, is just constantly grounding, grounding your energy, bringing it back because overwhelm is all up in the head space. It's the mind racing, too many thoughts going on. So you want to bring that energy and distribute it evenly throughout the body. That's what it means to be grounded. So going out into nature is my absolute favorite way of doing that. Everyone has a different way or a different preference. Yeah, I love being by the water, the ocean. Some people really respond well to meditation, having like water washing over you, like in a shower or having a bath with Epsom salt really helps. Um, I just had that, did that this morning <laughs> and that really helped me to ground my energy. So having practices like that, especially if you're highly sensitive, like you need to be doing that multiple times a day, especially on the on the bad days or on the days where you're feeling really drained or overwhelmed. Um, that's my number one tip. Also, I suppose this is something that I cultivated over time, but designing a life, like a lifestyle and a life that suits you. So making life work for you rather than trying to fit into the box of society. I tried doing that for so many years and it drove me absolutely mad <laughs> and it didn't work. And I just constantly felt like there was something wrong with me and the overwhelm was just through the roof. And I just realized I'm not designed that way. I'm not designed like everybody else. I need to make things work for me. And once I did that and I removed myself from toxic environments or relationships and limited contact with certain people, boundaries, all of those things, it takes time to cultivate. My life has never been so peaceful. And I honestly can say after years of being tormented by overwhelm that I, I rarely ever feel that anymore these days, which is amazing. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. But it's a journey and yeah, it's interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's powerful. It is. Going back a bit to the emotional release, because that's mm -hmm. that intrigues me. So do you, like, if I feel anger, do you release that anger and have someone scream? Or how do you work with it? Yeah, that's a great question. There's there's different ways. So in session, I probably won't ask you to scream while I'm <laughs> present. <laughs> but I, I have given that as homework to clients when I can see that it's really stored up in their body and they're feeling that tension and they've, you know, such a beautiful person and they've got the good girl syndrome or whatever going on. They've actually never repressed their anger and they've never known, they've never been shown or taught that, that anger is actually a healthy emotion or that they're, they're allowed to express that. And that's very much the same with me on my journey. So that was something I allowed myself to actually go through. Even last year that I allowed myself to express really deep rage and just get it out and scream into a pillow, scream in the shower, just in the car, wherever you can. That is definitely something I would give as homework if you're really feeling emotions that are so strong that you've never actually let out before because the relief and the release and the peace, I didn't mean that to rhyme, <laughs> but all of that, that all of that that you feel afterwards is just so like is cathartic the word it's like just I can't ever describe how powerful that release is so yeah that's something I would definitely recommend doing on your own it's different for every emotion but yeah if that's if anger is the thing that's that's coming up for you and frustration rage all of that in session as well I also 
So I'm, I'm doing the energy healing technique called theta healing, which really will help with the stuck feelings, the limiting beliefs associated. And when my clients receive that energy, it's not my energy, it's from the universe, but I'm facilitating it. When they receive that energy in their body, it's actually clearing out and releasing whatever's ready to go, whatever's ready to be healed. And it just happens instantly, which is incredible. So pretty much every single client at the end of a session will tell me they feel so much lighter, so much more peaceful, just like, ah, you know, just a breath of fresh air, like just a relief, a sigh of relief. So it's, yeah, I like to do a combination of things and really get to the root of the issue. Yeah. And what I'm hearing is that it's because they, they feel seen the help to look at something that they don't want to look at or wanted to look at, but is ready to be released and they get get help to release that. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's a lot of the things, what I'm commonly told by clients is that they don't tell anyone else the stuff that they're telling me, even their own best friend, even their family members, they don't feel safe enough to tell those people, but they feel so safe with me because I hold a really non-judgmental space. I'm not going to judge you for your emotions. Emotions are just normal, natural human things to me. I'm very, you know, I've been through the whole spectrum and to me, it's just like, I love talking about them. (laughs) So Some people shy away and they can't handle it, but I'm like, yeah, tell me more, tell me more. (laughs) I think that opens up, it really opens up this space for them to just be so authentic and just Mm. people want to feel seen. Like people really deeply need that and they don't get that very often in society so I think it's really a big relief when they meet someone that they can do that with that's going to hold a really sacred space for them to do that without judgment yeah especially as highly sensitives we have a lot of emotions all the time (laughs) so do you also help with taking on other people's emotions or how do you see that what do you think about that yeah. So again, that, that's very much something that we do as empaths, as highly sensitive people. We unconsciously, we want to save people. We want to rescue them. Ultimately, it's in our own benefit because if they feel good, then we feel good too. Mm-hmm. So sometimes and often what we've learned from a very young age is to keep the peace, we'll take on mum and dad's emotions and we'll take on this and that. And then we get into adulthood and it's like, oh my God, what the hell? I've got everyone's emotions and I can't handle it. <laughs> so practicing really strong energetic boundaries and grounding, are probably the two most important things. You've just got to do it if you're an empath, if you're HSP, you've just got to have really strong boundaries, you know, and be ruthless sometimes. Like I've had a lot of friendships in the past that were very draining and toxic and they just, they knew that I was so deeply sensitive. They would utilize that as a way to dump onto me. And I just had to learn as a really self-loving thing that I choose me over that. I will choose me. And so if that means I need to, you know, if I've said the boundaries and I've done the things and I've tried adjusting it and I've tried making it work and it's still not working, that's it. The friendship can't happen any longer we need to (laughs) we need to be ruthless sometimes (laughs) yeah and that's also a journey yeah it took me many many years probably decades to get to that point of ruthlessness (laughs) Mm. (laughs) but not always like you don't always have to be like that's it you're out of my life (laughs) (laughs) that's like the worst case scenario kind of thing yeah yeah I totally understand what you mean 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like we we have so much to talk about. But <laughs> where is somewhere that they can reach you if they want to know more about you and what you do? Yeah, I would love to share more. Yeah, they can find me on Facebook. So if, if you just search belinda.davy.5, um, add me as a Facebook friend. I also have a community on Facebook called Sensitive and Soulful Healers. And you're welcome to join that. And I also have a program called The Energetics of Being Seen, uh, which is all about healing all those things that we talked about today. And that's perfect. Best way to reach me. <laughs> Great. We'll put the link in the show notes as well. So, is there anything else you would like to add? Hmm. I think that's that's it. It's feeling very complete for me. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and, and talk about this. It's really helpful and, and so important for us as highly sensitives and empaths. So thank you very much. Thank you so much, Frida. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This podcast is put together for you to see what is possible and how to use your sensitivity to create success in your way. If you know anyone who would find this conversation useful, please share. And if you share this on social media, tag me in and I would love to reshare it. Come over and connect with me on Insta at Frida Carbo and tell me your biggest takeaway from this episode. Thank you for listening and remember to keep shining so that those who need your help can find you. <laughs>